Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. Are we on overtime? Overtime we're doing again. First of all, thank you for coming back. Thanks, I know we were kind of on the bubble there. <laughs> You're like, let's see how it goes. <laughs> but as a Republican, I got to say, this is a rising star in your party. Am uh-huh. I, that, 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 I know it when I see it. I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. Yeah, okay, all right. So first question is for you. What's the role of government in policing big tech? Oh, well, that opens up a can of worms. But you write about that in your book a lot. Yes. You're, you're all, all over that. Book. Yeah, that's, well, that's something people on both sides can agree about, I think, to a degree. Oh, 100%. That big tech is... Too much da- power. Too much power. Too, and too little privacy. So what is the role of government to police them? Where, where are we... I mean, well, we often talk here about this thing. Is it, is it more like the uh, post office? Is it more like the utility company is, or it's much, a newspaper? What is it? It's a little it? bit more like a utility and... You know, this is not typical of a Republican approach to things, but I don't think the antitrust laws are sufficient to deal with this problem because, as you say, it's not just market power, it's privacy and and the control of speech, censorship. And I think Congress is going to have to intervene and pass a statute that's targeted at those problems. And what do they... And what's in the bill? I mean, what... Are, that's where, I mean, the problem comes in is, like, everybody thinks there needs to something to be done, but how do you... Take, I, mean, I think yeah, they have to scale Republicans down. are usually per- for, you know, giving p- private companies free reign. Uh, personally, I think they have to, except in certain areas. So we've regulated media, cable companies, networks, telephones. And, and so you're all forth. for that. There are certain times where it's, requ- it's necessary, I yeah. think. And, and what I think we should do here is skinny down these companies by requiring them to divest some of the com- companies that they've acquired that could be competitors. So Facebook would have to give up Instagram. Instagram. Uh, Google would have to give up YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I like a little pat there. <laughs> here, just let me know. Here, it's coming. Uh, well, did, I, I saw in the news that Facebook and Instagram are now going to allow you to show a bare breast but only if it's of a gender or a non-binary person. I can't make this shit up. <laughs> I can't. I, I, right. I, I no, can't, I'm I can't not, even... Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. And, and, and then my only thought is to ask Congress to be weighing in on this thing. You've got members of Congress, some, not all. I'm, I'm a techie myself. But that don't even know how to log into Zoom or to log into Facebook right. that are going to be making the, the rules for these things. They, you know, not, they don't understand the, the technology sometimes and what it okay. means. So. Uh, this is for you. Trump will make his first 2024 campaign appearance, oh, in your home state of South Carolina. Did you know this? I, I will not you... be there, but... Will you... <laughs> you will not be there. I will not be there. Uh... I got something else going on that day. <laughs> I don't know what it is. You don't even know what day it is, and you already have something not, else going on. You know, I, you know, my thing is, I hope there's a, a big, deep, wide bench in 2024. I want to see a vigorous primary. I plan on hosting a bunch of candidate forums. We're going to call it Cocktails with the Candidates for 2024. Uh, I want to see a woman on the ticket. I want to see di- a little more diversity on our side. It's been 100 years since women got the right to vote. 
Where are our Republican women? And they need to run for president. Well, <laughs> I mean, I guess that's my cue to say. No, uh, no, not, no, is that a declaration? No, I have two constituents, actually. Tim Scott and Nikki Haley, who, who the media, they both live in the 1st Congressional District. They right. run for president. It's exciting to see that in South Carolina. But the last time anyone from the U.S. House ran for president, that was Abraham Lincoln, and I am no Abe Lincoln. <laughs> I won't be running uh, for that anytime soon. But uh, but we have some exciting things happening in South Carolina. But, Great leaders coming But you out could there. definitely be on the ticket. I mean, uh, I mean no. like if Ron DeSantis said, hey. <laughs> I, I might spontaneously first person that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah really? a tough one. Yeah, yeah, you should see me in church. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's, that's not going to happen. Okay. Um, <laughs> but the question... <laughs> <laughs> the question on the card was, will you endorse Trump if he's the Republican That's always nominee? the question when you have Republicans on here, right? That's well, always. I mean, this is just... Somebody Literally wrote always. this. I every, didn't write this. Every I'm, time. I'm just, I'm, just a, I'm just the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's what overtime is. These are, these are the people. The people want to know this. Uh, yeah, I mean, here's... It's, it's, see, it's so tough for you. I, I get it's why not, this is... It's not... It's actually, it's not tough. I mean, okay. I, I would love to see... A, a big field. I want to see a diversity of opinions. I have my own opinions on where the future okay. of the country is. We that. need a unifier. We need someone who's going to bring in not just Republicans and conservatives, independent voters. But independent that's not voters. the question. I know. Will you in- I know. <laughs> I'm getting there. But independent voters want a home. And um, if it's between Biden and anybody else, I'm with anybody else at the end of the day. Including Trump. That's where he is. I mean, I never would have thought Joe Biden was that scary. I mean, we were just talking before the show ended about stuff that we're not crazy about with Joe Biden, and he certainly has not stuck the landing on all of it. But the fact that he, Joe Biden, who not that long ago was just seen as a kind of a clubby politician who everybody could get along with, he wasn't crazy out there in any way, that he is that much of a Dracula to you guys but that you would go for Donald, Trump? About, for Donald Trump, who we already saw? is not just stupid, but crazy. He's somehow both. <laughs> and you're okay with that? Biden. Uh, Biden. You talked about the debt ceiling. Biden won't even talk to Republicans about budget reform right now. And we're going to have this debt ceiling vote without any budget reform. That should be a bipartisan thing. The other guy thing. was writing love letters to the Korean dude. I mean, I mean it's, it's not... It's apples and oranges. You're talking about normal. And I'm saying, but this is outside of normal. And you've seen it. It's not like it's new or he's going to change when he gets in office. We've had one term. This is 2023. It's not 2017. It's, it's a non-starter for me. I mean, any party that nominates that man is not a party that should be in any sort of government position. Uh, so, so my thought is, how do you... Because I, 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 I don't think the left is capable of really taking on Trump. So, so how, do we, how do we find someone in the Republican ranks to replace Trump? We do have someone, DeSantis, who, you know, you could say all sorts of pluses and minuses. But if you want to get rid of Trump, you, need a, you, you better place your bets on him. Uh, which is why I was well, surprised that, which, that what, you said you would combust if he asked you to be his vice president. Well, I think she just meant she was from the happy. House. It's been oh, happy. Abraham, oh, you mean happy? No, I mean, all the things. But we haven't had a member of the U.S. House go into the White House as, as president or vice president since Abraham Lincoln. I mean, it just doesn't happen. I so. am, I'm happy well, with the president of, of a variety I of I love views, my job. But well, I'm not happy with an insane, vengeful 
pathological crazy person right. like Trump, period. And, and, off, and, off and we've already seen it. It already yeah. happened. He already tried it. He already tried the coup. The thing that is the safe word for you guys. He already tried it. Again, we've seen it. And I know you can't say anything because when you're in the party, if you go pro- cross that line, then somehow you're toxic. So, I already crossed that line. So, he primaried me. I'm one of the only Republicans to okay. survive a primary from Trump. We'll move on. Last All right, Andrew. The, the, bill was, the bill was about to say something. Well, oh, yeah. <clears throat> in a nutshell, I think when the parties are relatively close together or in the same ballpark or in the same universe, right. character should count for much more than it does these days, and it's much easier to compromise. And I think the dynamic that's governing here is that when you have a group that's way out to the left talking about fundamentally transforming the United States and so forth, it's hard to get compromised because people think they're making it. It's a slippery slope and they're dealing with potential Armageddon. And that's also why they say, look, if it comes between policy and character, on this case, I'll go with policy. I mean, I I think it's... Look, I mean, we, you and I, Andrew, we both... Talk, you write about it, I talk about it, I hear it on your podcast. Um, it's, there is something going on that is very... <laughs> cultural revolution in China, 1966, with the Red Guards on the left. There, the, there just is. The fear think? is that Biden is not in control of that. It's in control of him. Right. right. And, and he doesn't even kind of realize what is, what is going on. That's my sense, anyway. I like Joe Biden. But How it, can you not... How do you dislike right. Joe? I mean, right. it's a bit, you know. It's a, but also, it's a. That, I mean, you know, he's shrinking so, people into individual it's, hands. It's all that, right. I mean, he's okay. He's like, and, he's, a bit, but, he's a bit off. As much as we, as much as. Here we go. Like, as much as we acknowledge, and as much as we acknowledge that that is happening on the left, yeah. it is a slow and encroaching problem. Whereas Trump seems to be sort of immediate and existential. But let me ask the last question today, Andrew. What should Republicans and Democrats be doing differently to appeal to millennials and Gen Z? Um, I think the Democrats should stop trying to pander to them so much because I think that suggests the party doesn't have its own ideas about the world. Um, or that kids like being pandered to. No, they can be grown-ups if you tell them the, what you want to do and they'll agree or well, disagree, but they'll do it. But tell them it's them, not they, cool. They can, the one thing they are good at, they're media savvy, and they can smell pandering. Yeah. When you do it in advertising, they hate it. Yeah. When they can smell that out, and I think they can smell that out. And as you said earlier in the show, they want to be led. They want somebody to... They know their kids. Right. <laughs> You know, um, when I was a kid, I didn't want to be like kids. I wanted to be like Johnny Carson and James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Grown-ass men. That's who I looked up to. Yeah, no, I, I get that. So what do they do? So what do the parties do? Not well, men. I think the, the main problem that the Republicans have, apart from Trump, I think, is, is the successful branding mm. of them by the Democrats as racist, homophobic, all, all the things that the younger generation is just over. Right. Uh... And they don't have, they, they haven't been able to spend this in, a, a message of saying, we believe that you should succeed in America regardless of your background or orientation or, or race or color or creed. As opposed to the Democrats saying, we want you to succeed because right. you're black and gay. Right. So the, that's the way you want to contrast it. It's say, we want a, we want right. a diverse multicultural, multiracial future based upon individual rights, individual freedom, uh, free speech, 
and and the chaos of American culture. Let's let's go for it. And, and marriage. They're, they're, they're too scared right now, and they've been, I think, psyched out in thinking that they can't embrace the cause of diversity. It's just a different kind of diversity they need to embrace. Thank you. Yes. Any thoughts on that for your party and uh, the younger generation that doesn't seem to be too in love with your we party? Got, we got to stop acting like alpha hotels. I mean, you know, Ro, when Roe v. Wade was overturned, we just turned our backs on women across the country. And that's an issue. I, I was raped at the age of 16. And uh, something I've been very passionate about. I'm pro-life, but I also see that we got to find middle ground with America. About 89% of people are in the middle, and we've got to protect women's rights and the right to life. And there's a way to work together on many of these issues. Cannabis is another one. I don't know how you... It was... But cannabis is another issue. I, I have a, a bill called the States Reform Act uh, that... that, that takes that issue and makes it in a way that's bipartisan, that Republicans and Democrats can get on. Republicans have been on the wrong side of cannabis. We've been on the wrong side of Roe v. Wade. We, in birth control and gay marriage and all these issues that are important environmental issues, climate... So what, what should the law be for Roe v. Roe? Now that it's turned back to... This, really, I mean, we could write a law now, which is what most other countries do. Am I right? I think most right. European countries have laws, mm -hmm. which are very often to the right of where we and were. More conservative well, Europe, than we were on the Wade. And we're talking yeah. about the Germany, rest, Germany Denmark. And, Denmark, yeah, pretty <laughs> liberal countries. But now that we could and probably will write a law about it, what should that law say? Because when you say we can kind of split the difference, that's a hard thing to do on it's the abortion. It's very hard, yeah. but, it, but it is an issue. What does the law say, that it's, uh, abortion is legal but only... Uh, until 12 weeks or 15 weeks or what? I, I, well, I think gestational limits should be part of that conversation. In, in Europe, it's if you're even allowed to have one, it's 12 to 15 weeks on average. You've so got, that would be where you, you would well, I mean, say Democrats it's okay, are at 20. It, Democrats are at 24. Republicans are in Congress are probably at 15. You know, can you get to 20 and meet in the middle? But both sides have to be willing to have that conversation. But some abortion legal. Right. It's, well, especially exceptions for rape, incest, life of the mother, fetal abnormalities, uh, those kinds of things. But before we even get there, we can't even pass legislation right now in Congress to give every woman access to birth control. We can't even do that. And if you can't even do that, that's, that saves lives. That, that fewer pregnancies mean fewer wants and needs to have abortions. We have entire counties in South Carolina where we don't have a single OBGYN doctor. I mean, and so, like, let's start there. Let's start with birth control, making sure every woman has access. Is this a Republican control. point of view you can support? <laughs> yes. Yes, you could. Yeah, let, no, the, I let the states make the rules and uh, regarding these things. I'm perfectly happy if they do. Oh. I think the federal government needs to stay out of this stuff. I never understood that, the, that something could be <laughs> so high up on the moral totem pole as life or not life, and then, but let the states do it. Well, because we've uh, got to... You know, gotta like North, North Carolina wants to kill babies. That's certainly fine in North Carolina, but in South Carolina, we believe babies are... I, that, it was that a number two issue. My mind this was that, a number two well, issue. I know, but either it is or it isn't. I yeah, mean, how well, can it be up to this... How can, how can you cross the line of uh, one state to another and have something so fundamental change? It seems silly. Yeah. Well, that's where we are Well, there, right there are a couple of different... You know, what do people personally believe? What do I think as a conservative is a solution that'll keep us a, a stable, a durable solution that will uh, be a stable solution in this country. It has to conform. Politics to is not about affirming truth. It's about finding a compromise between different opinions. Right. And that's always going to mean on some of these questions like abortion, you're going to have to live in a country which is violating, other people are violating some core feelings and beliefs of yours. So get used to it. Learn to live with it. 
right. accept it. You, you know, I, I, I'm, I, you know, I actually, I, I believe the, 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 the fetus is a, a human life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do understand that it's inside someone else's body. I do understand I don't like governments telling people what to do inside their body. I also believe there are good faith disagreements, good faith disagreements about when a human life of becomes course. a human person. And so we have to accept that that'll be a problem. The one thing I would say, add to this discussion, is... is uh, and I'm the last person to talk about this. <laughs> I will never have anything to do with an abortion. Uh, but is, is the one exception I would make is late-term abortions, which are often used as a cudgel in this, yes. in this war. And they say, oh, you want this, you want this, it's barbered. You know, I think you make an exemption for women who find out very late in pregnancy that their baby or their child is incredibly, has terrible yes. uh, deformative or, or developmental issues or is going to live like a, f- a few minutes. Or, right. and, and the question is simply, how do we humanely right. allow this child to die? And, and to come, and that, that is, I mean, for the women involved, it's usually just horrifying. And for the families, it's awful. And to come in there and condemn people for making those decisions, I don't want to do that. Great. Okay. Thank you very much, everybody. Off to a new start. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10. Or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.